Welcome to the Dot Proudly Broadcast. Another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. But I'm never alone with my boy Joey LaFaro. Jay said, Look, you look. Hi, people. Oh, man. Oh, man. Joey, it has been a long week, my friend. You're telling me. But the week is the week is nine. Is that, is that how you say it? The week is, is no more? I don't. Oh, that. Well, yeah, I guess that was. That nine? Means. Yeah, see, it works that way. Okay. The, the week between is nine. So now it's time for a whole new week in Dot Comedy. I just don't know why you're being German right now. That's confusing. <laughs> Aren't you German? No. You're not German? Not. I could have sworn you were German. I I, I I guess I don't know you as well as I thought I did. I mean, my, my grandmother's drunk, but <laughs> that that's not just German. It's like a common. Oh, no, you're, you're Italian. You're part of the Axis powers. So you're like, you're like parts. You're like a third, right? Third Reich, get it? What? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm trying. How would to... I be a third? <laughs> You're third. That means I would pal- have on one side of my family one grandparent. You're no Germans in your family at all, Joe. My grandmother has some German in her on my dad's side, but that's she's also Scottish and Irish. Hence, she's drunk. <laughs> Most of the time. Oh man, but we do have a special guest this week, Joey. Yes, we do. Who's our special guest this week, Joey? Are you doing the thing where you punt the name again? <laughs> no, I'm not. Miss Janine Tillery. I know Janine Tillery. <laughs> Long time dot comedy family. Yes, yes, indeed. Overdue podcast <laughs> segment. <laughs> yes, indeed. I, I remember her uh, joining us when we were at, we were at Jax. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Jax. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Welcome to the show, Janine. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Union Jacks was my favorite, one of my favorite open mic spots back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, me and Joe are old like Rosetta Stone. Uh, we, <laughs> we've been doing comedy for entirely too long, Joey. We've met a lot of people and we still have yet to have everyone on that we've met over the years. And some of them still don't know me. I'm people are still like I met I met I met another person last night who had no idea who I was. But they've heard of comedy shows near me, oh. but they had not heard uh of of me as a comic before. Have they heard of DJ Marcus? I'm relatively certain that he had not. Oh, well, he sucks as a human being. Uh he needs to work on himself. Well, he'll he'll <laughs> he'll hopefully come to a show one day. <laughs> <laughs> if he comes Thursday, then you can tell them that. I can tell him to his face. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Get up in there. <laughs> Get up in his grill. <laughs> Disapproval. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, what's been going on with you this week, man? You should give him the whole, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed in you. Why would I give him that? That's that's the mob. Because it's funnier that way. <laughs> uh, so, anything happen to you this week, man? Um, I'm exhausted. Because I am a 37-year-old moron. Um, well, that's not up for debate. We've known that for an extended period of time. Well, what happened, 
what happened was uh i was working on our website um and banging my head against the wall in frustration on um saturday uh-huh. and finally hit a breaking point where i needed to step away and i needed to just give up for the day i had to accept that there like i wasn't going to continue to make headway um i was also fasting um no. for, for for the second day straight so um I got into that point and then I got an email from the Rockville uh, athletic sports leagues <laughs> saying that uh, a Sunday flag football team was in the need for a sub. And I thought, mm, I'm 37. I'm recovering from hip surgery. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like something I should do. Oh, of course she did. Uh, so I woke up and attempted to play football on, uh, on Sunday. I'm not sure what I did could be qualified as playing football i uh i got my ass kicked for by by small small children um small men younger for, than you for about a half before Oof. my body said enough um your body told you you were 40 didn't it it told me i was older than that <laughs> i couldn't overpower a guy i outweighed by like uh, like probably 100 pounds Joey, I, I swear to God. And now I was getting held like egregiously because the guy was grabbing my jersey and then I would like try to clear his hand, but I wasn't strong enough. So it would just end up like this. But like the ref should see this. Yeah. <laughs> and he called it once, but he was doing it every play. So I finally just was like, and I couldn't like, you know, just abuse him like I normally would because I was weak. I haven't I haven't done anything explosive in about a year. So, uh, it was pretty sad. And then I, you know, because I was so tired from trying to run, mm-hmm. my legs just decided to give out when I was trying to block. Uh, and I was getting routinely put on my ass, uh, for about a half. And then my right leg was like, okay, we're done with this. Um, you need to stop. So it started barking at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been, um, rediscovering, um, muscles over the course of the last few days, like every day it's been pain in a different area. It's been kind of a, a journey. Yeah. And just fatigue and soreness, <clears throat> various yeah. soreness. I, Oh, I, I understand that feeling completely. My friend, um, over the last three days, right. Mm-hmm. I have worked. Let's see. In the last three days, I've worked. 72 hours, three days, right? Uh, yeah, I have worked. 12, 11 and a half, 10 and a half, and 10 out of all those dates. So you're talking that adds up to 10. I think 10, that's 10. more than half. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've, I've been at than, work. More than half of the, of, of the, of the last 72 hours <laughs> has been working. Yes. That Ooh. has been, that has been my, my weekend and, and Monday were all spent. Uh, working tirelessly in a meat department where there was no staff. Oh. So what ended up happening was I had to cut meat, package meat, sticker meat, and fill a case full of people that just grab everything. Did you at least get the opportunity to pull an I am the manager on somebody? I would feel like that would be the situation where you finally would be, because they're not going to assume the guy cutting the manager. No, 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 no. I didn't get to pull that because I still wear my name badge. Um, and my name badge tells you I am the manager. <laughs> yeah, people don't read because okay. they're stupid. 
So well, when it, when it, when I look at you, when you go, well, I need to speak to someone in charge, and I just look at you in your face, and then you look down at my badge, because <laughs> usually people's eyes go okay go looking directly at me with flame and fury, mm-hmm. and then they slowly look down at my chest. Uh, in that instance, I feel like a a, a, a uh, sexualized person. When you do that, you say, "Hey, I'm up here." <laughs> I'm up here. <laughs> when they look down, I go, "Hey, uh, uh, avert your eyes, sir." Um, but I spent those days, and I figured out there is a fundamental reason why I took the promotions I did in the time I did. What's that? Because my body was wrecked mm. after every day of work. I've never cramped up as bad leaving work as I did on these three days. Yeah, those are young people jobs. Yeah, my back knotted up and then my legs cramped up and I was just sitting there stiff as a board standing still in my hallway trying to go back into my house <laughs> trying to get through the dot comedy studio into my bedroom and I was my legs kept getting locked up. Mm. It was the worst feeling I've ever had since playing football and uh, I saw so I feel your pain, Joey. But at least I got paid to do what I did. Jenny, what about you? Any any, any aches or pains this week? It's <laughs> the story of the week is. Uh... As a matter of fact, uh, well, I have had some aches and pains. I feel like my stories aren't. It's not going to be as exciting. I, I don't. I um, I've had a lot of hip pain, but I have pain medication, so. Um, I've been taking steroids, which has been great to oh, help. My, um, oh, yeah. Shout out to prednisone. I've been taking. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hip. Um, have I've been having hip pain. Oh wow. And and just I have pain in my in my joints. I'm I'm 46, so I'm I'm at that age. What? And, uh, yeah. You're not 46. I am. <laughs> I was 47 in March. I've seen you in person. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I I refuse to believe that. (laughs) It is very true. I was born in 1976. I promise you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I might look, but I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is I'm old on the inside, just like I say (laughs) in my comedy. I'm full of medication. So That's and I'm mad. When I'm one thing I am mad about is I realized I went to brunch on Sunday, and I, I really can't. Um, I couldn't have a mimosa because I feel like I'm on too much medication to to drink. And I tried oh, wow. it. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. So I tried it a couple uh, weekends ago. I had a I had a I don't know what I had prosecco or something, and then the rest of the afternoon my chest hurt on the left side for the rest of the day. So. Ooh. But on the upside, one of the one of the side effects of this of steroids is I think my boobs are getting bigger. So I'm happy about that. Win win. No one's complaining about it. That is, that is what calls a win win. <laughs> so woohoo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, man. It, it, I, I should stop taking one then. That's probably <laughs> that's why yeah, yours man. are getting bigger too. Speaking of boobs, no. Hey, it's our co-host. <laughs> you want to call? Oh, I didn't know we had a guest this week. Hello, Janie. 
Hello, hello. I was just uh, hopping in to tell you guys that I'm going to a show tonight. And so I'm going to be in and out of the podcast. Did I, Joey, did I miss your mace, uh, racist rant already? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. See, there you go. <laughs> in and out. See, that's how, <laughs> how that works. She only came for that. She has an MCI phone or something. <laughs> she, she comes on, it's something wrong with her connection. She's got she's to have a plan that doesn't make any sense. Joey, do the racist rant. We're trying to get a million dollars like Joe Rogan. Go in. Be as racist as you possibly can. That's not how this works. Joey has calmed himself since earlier today. We're trying to get a milli like Joe Rogan. Go off. I don't think that that's how he did it. No. <laughs> he was famous. Then he then they exposed his rant. So we it's gonna take us at least 10 you have to 15 at least years. have fans before <laughs> before you can uh yeah, but it was immediately after he dropped the N-bombs that they gave him that million dollar contract. He, did, he had no, he, been doing that for years. He got that he, he got caught. Yeah, after they signed a contract for the million dollars. And then it became a thing because yeah. people were like, why'd you give him a million dollars? He's an asshole. <laughs> right, but did the nigger come first or did the million dollars come yeah. first? Million dollars came No. First. Well, the niggas came for years, but the million dollars. <laughs> yeah, so that <laughs> million yeah. dollars was at the end of the niggas. Oh, so, that, so my point still stands. Start dropping slurs. Stop I'm, dropping slurs now. All right, first of all. So we cash in on them later? Exactly. Set us up for the future success. <laughs> Start dropping slurs. All right, here's, here's, it's not even, I can't, you know what? This may not be even a racist thing. I don't like developers. I don't like website developers. Developing and, nations? Yes. No. Joey does not like developing no, nations. No, I don't like website developers. <laughs> and IT professionals are predominantly what race, Joey? Asian. Uh, <laughs> technically, yes. Uh, actually, yeah, that's they misleading. all speak like this. Technically, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, Marcus, we didn't need that. We don't need uh, you only get the money if the white guy is racist, it doesn't count for you. <laughs> I can be brown and racist, <laughs> that's a thing. So, yeah, but they're not paying for that. <laughs> and, and this isn't this, I've, I'm, here, I'm only angry because I, I'm not prejudiced. Like, this isn't like me going, like, oh, they're all like this. It's just like every time I have. I have had to work with developers. All of them are like that. All of them, <laughs> all of them struggle with the concept of just tell me what the fuck is going on. Like, because there's some thing in their brain that won't allow them to go hey, to give you bad news, like to say no or to say mm -hmm. that's going to take longer or, hey, there's, uh, we're still working on it. There's like this cognitive inability to just communicate anything other than yes we got it yes we got it it's going to be fine and it's not like things and the thing is all like it's so much easier to manage expectations but in suit they, they just perpetually choose not to so no one can plan appropriately in any organization i've been in i mean I've, I've now been on both sides i have been a client I have been, I have worked in a software company. I worked in multiple software companies. And in every instance, the estimates given are inaccurate because they typically are. And then yeah. on top of that, there's this like weird time frame where you're just like, what's going on? 
and then they'll but they don't want to to talk to you until they can tell you something good so they just ignore you <laughs> they just yeah they just don't respond or they yeah. like they treat you like a mushroom and try to feed you shit and keep you in the dark until like it's time for harvest like that's basically <laughs> and it's like well, if you didn't suck, then we wouldn't be here. Also, like the reason it's taking long is because you fundamentally misunderstood something. And if you communicated, we could fix it, but you choose not to. So this isn't necessarily, again, this is just what I've experienced with developers. And maybe this is just a human, I know human beings don't like to give negative uh, Feedback. information. No, but no it, one does. But the thing is, in, in software development, any news is good news. Because... Anytime, yeah, to a degree. anytime someone's paying for something to be built that's supposed to then make money later, there is planning that has to be done around it. Yeah, I can understand that. Every single software product has to have, along with it, launch plans, marketing plans, everything else. And that stuff, like if you like you can compound issues when things aren't aren't ready at the same time, like it's a timing issue. You could postpone and not spend the money, but it's like if I bought marketing materials, <laughs> if I bought an ad and I'm paying for the ad and the ad is for something that's not, that doesn't exist, then why am I paying for the ad? <laughs> All I'm going to do is piss off people who try to go get the thing. Okay. All right, Joey. I, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> yes, it is very true. Brown people are lazy and they do not do what you ask them to do on a consistent basis. I it's know not even. Coming. That's the thing. I know what is this? That's the, <laughs> was that the summary of his story, Mark? That was a terrible. That's what story. I heard because it, because it's not even. It's not even lazy. Like the, the, honestly, they do more work than is necessary more often than not. It's just because they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like if you just communicate, then you can get to the bottom of the problem and move on. But instead, like we're having this backtrack. So it's it. I, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. Like there's something because I I've I've worked with people from that part of the world in other capacities, and it seems to be a common theme. I do think that a lot of people do that in what not, part of the world is that, Joey? Tell her India. It's easier that way. Yeah. It's easier if you tell her India. <laughs> I know why she's doing this. It's because Hassan's probably standing in the room. <laughs> That's why our camera's not on. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not standing around here. Also, he's from in, uh, Kenya. What? <laughs> yeah, there's a large population of Indians in Kenya, and that's where he's from, not from India. Okay. Well, his dad's from India, and his mom is from Kenya. Oh, interesting. Where, where do you find a black Indian from? We call him a Kindian. <laughs> 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 She made up. <laughs> How am I just learning this? Thank this you. Like, this like stuff I feel like it should have came up at some point. <laughs> well, um, well, now you know. Now we know. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, shit. <laughs> that's that's a new one for me. So it, it's just I I hate software. I hate the software industry. Uh, okay, Joe. I understand, man. It, it it it's been a pain. Joey has gone through struggles and strife for the last uh, three months trying to put this website together to better the comedy future of the world. And he has done, he has gotten nothing but roadblocks and misrepresentation from these 
I'm sorry. Wait, can't do that. <laughs> he, he going down a weird rabbit hole. Uh, I think it's time from for us those to people <laughs> of Conroe. Gone rogue. Uh, we have limited time with our dear guest today, so yes. let's take a break and let's get our interview segment. <laughs> Let, let's take a break. All right, we're gonna we're gonna sit down and have a conversation with Janine Tillery, and just see just see who she is because that we at that comedy know her. But we want the world to know her through that. Is it Janie? I've always said Janie. How, how do you pronounce it? Janie. Oh, Janie. I'm so sorry. I've always said Janie. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. A lot of people mispronounce it. So. Well, now I'm going to get it right. I don't want to be Marcus. Usually Marcus is the people mispronouncing. Yeah. Drop in. again. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a minute with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And this segment of that comedy podcast is brought to you by comedy shows near me. Want to know something you can tell them? You can tell them about comedy shows near me every Thursday at McGinty's Public House in downtown Silver Spring. You can come see one of the finest comedy shows in the DMV. That's right, comedy shows near me every Thursday at McGinty's Public House. Doors open at 7:30. Show starts at 8. Come on by this week. Joey, who's gonna be on the show this week? Uh this week we have uh, Sonny Sarouche coming back to host. Okay. We have Peyton Warner coming back to open for us. And we have the very first day, the comedy shows near me debut of another dot comedy favorite. Rob Coffee will be in the building. Oh, shit. And then uh, headliner Robert Mack. Robert Mack and Rob Coffee? <laughs> Two Robs, Two. one show. <laughs> Two Robs, $10. one show. <laughs> Hold on to your wallet. It is going to be a good night. And we're back in the Dak Comedy Podcast. DJ Mark and Joy LaFaro, Candace Augs, and our special guest this week, Denise Tillery. And we're going to sit down and have a conversation with you, Joey. Yes, sir. I've, 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 we, we've known Denise Tillery for a number of years back when we were doing uh, fairly decent with if, uh, the Dak Comedy shows in the DMV. Um, Denise was one of our, one, one of our original uh look that damn it i keep i forget the name whenever it comes when i need to think about it uh <laughs> damn damn bar what bar was that joey union jacks union jacks i don't know why i want to call it something else every time i think i want to call it phoenix emporium but it's just it just because that, that oh, flows okay so you're just choosing violence now <laughs> it flows off the tongue better uh but yes she was with us at uh union jacks in bethesda um so janine tell us a little bit about yourself uh well I don't know. What do you want to know? How long you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy for since 2014. Okay. So what is that? Eight years? Nine years? I'm bad at math. <laughs> Eight years? Eight years. Okay. <laughs> Eight years. Eight, eight long years. <laughs> eight long years. That's right. I've been doing comedy. Um, I'm originally from Michigan. Okay. And I've lived here for uh, 16 years. So half that time I've been doing comedy in the 
other half, I've been the other part of that. I've been practicing law. So that's why she was very quiet during our previous conversation. Yes, that's yeah. right. I just got a new job and <laughs> don't need don't need to be mixed up with that nonsense. I understand completely. <laughs> so that's right. So what got you into comedy? Because I, I, we we hear comics tell different stories. Uh, either it's a it's it was a dare that one of their friends told him to do. It was. I got I had a broken heart and I heard people laughing, so I decided to go do what they were doing. Or it was just I always thought I was funny. So I decided one day to just stand up there and let people laugh at me and with mm. those all sound interesting, but those are not any of the reasons I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, well, the one about being sad, yeah, I guess that kind of would fit. Um <laughs> I got into comedy. I uh like in 2010, I thought about being a stand-up comedian. I, I, I guess I got into it because I was like really depressed. Just not because I had broken up with anyone, but I was just, I just felt like life sucked at the time. And mm. I was just like working, going home. I lived in Columbia, Maryland. And just really wasn't much going on with life. And I was watching Last Comic Standing one night. I was like, I could probably do something like that. And then like... That this was like in 2010. I didn't get on stage in 2014. And I was like, oh, maybe I could. And then I was like, I felt like I had a revelation from God that was like, you should be a stand-up comedian, which is weird because I always feel like you don't think of God in comedy. But I, I, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll um, do it. But I thought it was such a crazy idea because I'm like, I don't look funny. I don't think being a lawyer is funny. I really don't have any. I can't think of anything funny to talk about. And then I was started thinking about a couple things, but I was too scared to get on stage until like 2014. Then I decided to take a, a stand-up comedy class. Okay. And in New York, I used to go up to New York at Gotham Comedy Club on Sundays for like seven weeks. Wow. Take the bus up for a class at Gotham Comedy Club. And then I would come back at, at like five o'clock on the bus and then go to work the next day. So I wouldn't do that now. I wouldn't advise. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this wasn't like a I'm gonna dip my toe in the water and see what I like. This was like you were committed early. Yeah. <laughs> you ride the bus to New York to be in a class. That is commitment. <laughs> that's like that's six hours yeah. a week just on a, a bus, bus ride. That's true. It was. I was I'm telling you, I was really, really depressed. Well, I was this is the thing. I was gonna take a class. Well, and let me say, I don't think you have to have a class, but me being a logistics person, I was like, I need to know, like, what do you do when you get on stage? I want to know, like, where's the mic go? I want to know, like, what can I learn? I, you know, I'm a lawyer, so I've been in school for a long time. So school just seemed like the right, taking a class seemed like logical to me. So I was going to take a class at DC Improv, but they didn't have any classes. And so I was like, I got to do something radical. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the birthplace of comedy. I'm going to go to New York. And I'd never been to New York before. Um, okay. I'd never taken the bus up there. I just like, I think looked on, I don't know what I looked on, MapQuest or something to find. My, <laughs> I had a Blackberry, I think at the time. <laughs> so I was just like, how do I get from the bus to Gotham? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, if you had a Blackberry, that was a way, that was a way long time ago. You know, I, <laughs> I think did you take the the Chinatown to Chinatown bus. No, I didn't take that one. I took um, what was the one before Meg? There was a one that was like 
not the Chinatown, but it was a, oh, it wasn't yeah. mega bus. It was this other bus that I don't know if it's still running anymore. It was not Greyhound. It was something else. No, yeah, yeah. I, I remember it being another one. There was another one. And um, it was like mega bus. So I would get up at like 5 a.m. I would go to Union Station, get on the bus. It sounds crazy now, but at the time it made sense to me. I don't know. And then I took the bus up there and then I was like, oh, so I never even like I'd never been to a comedy club. I was just like desperate for something to do, I guess. And then like I never even knew people wrote jokes down. Mm -hmm. I was just like I Googled one day, like how to be a stand up comedian. I was didn't really know anything about it. And um, all things I should have done because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I first started doing open mics in 2000 around 2010. And okay. I think instead of going to I, I did take a class at DC Improv, but they didn't have, as you mentioned, they didn't have a, a stand up class. You took an improv. They have an improv class. So I took the improv class because okay. I was like, yeah, this will all learn some stuff. <laughs> right. But uh, but I think that they denied us because we probably would have been in the same class had that uh, had they had one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have had to go to New York. But the good right. thing, the low key sneaky thing on that going on that bus trip is it probably gave you a lot of material because that bus, <laughs> those buses are always full of characters. Oh yeah, yes, yes, definitely. They really are, and this is how like this is how. Um, now this was beyond the time where I should have had. I I never had. <laughs> You're gonna let this story is stupid. I never had a um, what do you call the thing? The iPod, the phone, not the phone thing, but before the iPod, there was a thing that you could use, an MP3 player, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Did you have a Zoom? No. I had I brought my CD man with batteries in it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, Listen yeah. to a CD. I had CDs in a bag. And to see, and I was try. I, I tried to keep it concealed. I didn't want anyone to see that I was with, because the BlackBerry. I think it could play, but it wouldn't hold the signal. Oh, and okay. I was too cheap. I didn't have enough money to buy. I was cheap. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> they had a lot of not not ready for prime time uh, phone technology back then. Oh it yeah. Was like, they had like a phone that would be a flip phone, but it would have an MP3 player in it, but it only had enough memory for like four songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't really have all, but anyway, so I, yeah, I would do that. And then when I came back and then I, when I started doing, so then after that class, I started doing stand up. I mean, I started doing open mics, but no one would, no one would put me on an open mic. Mm -hmm. Like it was really hard to, no one would, somebody asked me, I won't say their name, but they were like, how many, how many, like I had to give a rundown of like why I should be on this open. It was an open, open mic, not like a curated open mic. Anyway, the <laughs> point is it was very hard. The only person that would give me a chance to get on an open mic at the time that I, that I could eat, that emailed me back was Ralph Cooper. Okay. And that is how I got started doing shows in the area after mm -hmm. I, what was that place called? RFD. Yeah. RFD was where I did my first DC open mic. Okay. And then I found Joey and Dot Comedy and the rest is history. That's I was literally just talking to someone about RFD the other day. Really? Like, really recently. And I was and I was oh, I think it was um it might have been Maria Sanchez. Okay. Um, I think it might have been on the on a yeah, that was probably on that live that I had with uh, them the other day. So that I, it was. It's just funny to like that. That's the second time in in, in less than a week 
that uh, Ralph Cooper's come up. Shout out to Ralph Cooper. You need to call Ralph Cooper and see if he's check in yeah. on Ralph Cooper. <laughs> see how he's doing. Call Ralph Cooper, see how he's doing. I don't know what's going on with him. I haven't heard from him in a, in years. <laughs> Hope he's well. Yeah. And and RFD used to be standing room only. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it was and like the scene. I never got out there. That really? Was the room I never did because I was a little bitch and I was afraid to drive into DC. So <laughs> I, I, there was a lot of rooms I didn't get to. And then we started producing stuff and then I just never made the time to mm. go out there. And I, I, there's a couple, that one and big hunt were two that people always talked about that. I yeah. never yeah. got set foot in. I kind of, I regret it. But. I, I never did, big hunt, but RFD was like, literally like a two minute walk from my job. So it was like, it was like meant oh, to be because yeah. it was okay. like I could walk right there. I had and my car was already parked. Like it was, it was perfect. Yeah. perfect. So, yeah. Okay. So, so you've been doing comedy for eight years. Yes. Um. So what what are you looking to do in comedy? Just be um, be, be a stand up for for a little while, then then call it quits. Or you, you're looking to turn this into a multi million dollar empire like Kevin Hart. Uh, uh, I, I, see, I would say I would say Tiffany Haddish, but I don't know if you want to go that route right now. No, no, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Kevin Hart. Well, yeah, I would like to. Well, when I started, I just thought it'd be a hobby, and now I'm like, yeah. I mean, I would love to. I would love to do. I don't know. I go back. I mean, yes, I would love to do it full time. Mm-hmm. Um, when the time is right, like not yeah. just, I'm not just going to quit my job. I need my benefits. So <laughs> I'm not yeah. just going to quit my job. And, and I mean, I like my job. I just got a new job. So I'd like my job. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I would love to do, I would, I would love to do stand up full time. Well, I don't, I mean, I'm torn because one and one side of me, yes, I would love to be Kevin Hart. I want to sell out, you know, like arenas. I would like to have a season of that, and then I don't want to do that forever, though. And then I would like to be on a sitcom. That is, those are my dreams. Okay, sitcom, sell out, do like do like two tours, and that's and and like I don't want to like and just do little stuff after that. But like I would like to do it. I would like to be. And maybe a movie or two. I mean, like, you know, the stuff that everybody wants. I feel like okay. that's that's what I would like to do. But I mean, then I but then sometimes when I like I've opened for other comedians and they seem so beat down, like <laughs> touring comedians that it's like, golly, I don't know if I wanna do I really I wanna do this? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I mean, like you see them like stress out about the ticket sales and like they like come in like uh, the plane was late and I, you know, and it's like, ah, you know, I've, I've seen comedians that are shoot that they might be sick or something or have something else or like in the middle of like the little run that we're doing, like something that they really want got canceled. And they're like, oh, wow. I'm not going to have that money that I thought I was going to have. So it's like, that's when I'm like, I like to having a day job. Yeah. <laughs> Like to have someone to, somewhere to go where you can actually get a paycheck from, right? Yeah. You know, like they gotta pay me regardless. I come into work, I get a salary, <laughs> so I yeah. appreciate that. So I feel like when the time is right, I'm gonna tell you who the person that I feel like is my person I look up to with this is um, what's 
what's the little guy? Well, I shouldn't say little. What is the guy that was in? He he was in. He he he. Oh, Doctor Ken. Ken, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Because like he's a he's a doctor, and I watched his story. I'm sorry, I'm I'm probably getting off off track here, but no, go right. Okay, I watched. I mean, he's not a stand up, but actually, he did. I don't know. Anyway, he does comedy and he does movies and stuff like that now, but. I was watching how like he was a doctor for so long and he kept his license until like the like until he couldn't keep it anymore. And he was like he didn't want to give it up and like had all his boards and stuff up to date forever. And so he really like hit it big um, doing, you know, being an entertainer. And I'm like, I feel like that's my model of like he had like a he had a job and he was like a doctor and he was like, it was really hard to get the license. And so I don't really want to give it up. And that's how I feel like I, it has to be like something legit. And the other thing is like, I feel like I also noticed that like people will have a show. It's not like the old days where you could be on it, you know, Seinfeld for like 10 years, you know, it's like people have like these streaming shows where it's like, Oh, they had like six episodes and then they're back to. So it's like, mm, I, I don't know. It's pretty cutthroat in the in the, like the sitcom world. It seems like because like was it Grand Crew? Did that get? Is it going to get another season? Did you ever look that up? It's getting another season. It okay. just I don't, no one no one's saying when, but it's getting another season. Yeah, it just seems like there's so many that like come and go and yeah. Know, and in streaming, it's really hard to kind of get get a sense of like which ones are actually getting traction, like which ones are popular. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yeah. You know? We don't have that collective consciousness of these are the channels and this is what's on them. I, <laughs> right, yeah. right. I totally agree. Cause like there's a show that I really like on Hulu called everything is trash. And it's, a, and it's a really cute little show. It's funny, but like, I think they have, they don't like with, with network television shows, like it's like, they're coming back for another season with streaming. It's like, that was funny. I love that show. Everyone loved it. It had two seasons and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they now go. watch those two seasons forever the people right. who do it are like all right that that was fun but i'm done with it right <laughs> no no right. paying them to just keep going yeah right yeah so that's why i'm like i'm 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 evolving with like i don't know what i what what i want to do and someone said something a wise person said something the other day to me um he said it was D'Angelo Joyce. <laughs> he was like very wise person. <laughs> very wise, very insightful. He's like, you know, there's a lot of things you can do in comedy besides stand-up. You know, it doesn't have to just be, even if you're, you know, if you, if you have humor, you can do a lot of things and it can transcend to other areas. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's true. You don't just have to stand up on stage and do comedy. So I don't know. I just see where the world takes me, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, man. Because because you are a very very funny lady. Thank you. Uh, you do you you told us your age earlier. I'm not going to repeat it. Um, <laughs> Thank <but> you. <laughs> you you have the the spark and and appeal of a very of a very I don't know what words you're going you. to a weird. <laughs> I weird. Yeah. I, have you considered trying to or have you have you done any um like uh. TikTok videos or reels or, or yeah, things like that, like sketches or anything, or is that is that something you're looking to get into? I can't. No, I can't really. Um, I, I mean, I have a TikTok. I've got these. I think I have two videos that are, that are not anything worth watching. They're <laughs> no one has watched them, so <laughs> it shows that everyone agrees. Yes, these are not worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> one, I think I got two likes. One is my sister and one is some person who doesn't have a face. It looks like the person that liked it, I think has on a um, Michael Myers mask. So. Oh, that's fun. That's <laughs> not terrifying at all. Yeah, that doesn't put fear in the hearts of men. <laughs> I oh. can't get, I'm not good with social. I can't get followers. I can't. No, I can't pay. I mean, I cannot pay people to follow me. So, I, I mean, I don't think I'm going to do the sketch thing. I would like to do more like, hey, guys, we're at this comedy club and like, you know, peace. I, but I'm not, I can't, I'm just, I'm too self, like, I, I'll have to record it like 10 times. Gotcha. And then I'll yeah. have to spend like a week trying to upload it and edit it and figure out and no, and then no, this is the thing. No one's going to watch it. So that's why I don't, I'm not motivated to do it. I, somebody, uh, oh, I know Robert Mack just said the other day at a show that like he did some video and he had 300,000 views because someone helped him put it together. I don't have, I don't know. I, I don't, I, that's not in me. So, so <laughs> I, I think I know who you're talking about. Cause we talked to him too. Um, <laughs> uh, the the thing was like right now like it, it's clips it's just having a clip like for you know stand up clipping your stand up and putting it out there with a reel with with subtitles is probably the the easiest thing to do yeah but um, i don't know how to get the letters you know the letters go across the screen all right yeah i'm showing so, my age now you have to put those words in it's <laughs> it's a lot i know how i know because i i was at this point <laughs> joey was this person i i <laughs> literally was i was the old man and, and I've, I've since learned it's not that hard I can't really, get this subtitle thing to work what well, what do these kids do it's because it's, you know, it's here's, here's what it is here's what it is um instagram is stupid they they put they hid all the all the everything like yeah. the settings button is this like post-it note icon <laughs> which makes no sense why would oh I think that I that I'm gonna add music with a post-it note Joey's old fogey <laughs> <laughs> Joey understand, understand the evolution here man you gotta you gotta get with the kids I got a daughter I gotta I need to not know all this stuff it's it's, it's it's just the choice of icon that I question it's like it was it really makes no sense mm -hmm. so yeah. I would never click on that because I'm like, I don't want to put a sticky on this. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna get a sticker here. Why, that, that why, was, would, I right. why would I want to put a post it note over this? Right. Like, <laughs> there's a yes, you can put stickers on your thing, but that's the last thing I care to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's actually a setting in there. There's an option to just, if you put upload a video and you okay. clip it on Instagram. There's a one of the options is add captions and then it so automatically it'll make the captions for you. You don't yeah, have to do it. Transcribes it. Okay, I don't have to write it in because I thought I yeah. had to write it in, and you then can, I was like, I think you can edit it because a lot of sometimes it'll mess up. And okay, you can like and yeah, you, you can, go back and and, and you can edit it for cursing so you don't get muted on uh, social media platforms as well. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I okay, finally well, I finally uploaded a reel the other day and I was all proud of it. And then I saw someone else was posting. Yeah, I just got my six thousand view or sixteen thousand view, and I was like, "Oh, my fifty <laughs> likes seems not important now." Like, I didn't do nothing. Oh, no, I, I never get more than on anything I post on Instagram or Facebook. I I get the same like 
six to 10, maybe 12 likes. I've never had three digits of likes on anything. I don't, I, I could put up, I don't know any, I mean, I, I, I don't you know. Hashtag? You got a hashtag. You, you got to put hashtags. hashtags. I put hashtags. No one cares. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Nobody cares. Nobody. Well, it depends so, on what route you right, want to go. First with of it. all, what uh, what is your Instagram? Because one, we need to share it with our listeners. Oh. Also, now I'm curious because, like, <laughs> I would like it if I saw it. I just feel like I don't ever it's, see it. It's, ever it's see not it. good. No, it's not good either. I mean, it's at Janine Comedy. I shouldn't say that. It's fantastic. I, I don't even know how to promote myself. <laughs> I'm already following you. I think DJ Mark is already following you. Oh, let me see. A-N-I-C-O-M-A-D-Y. Yeah. One word. See, that's Anthony great. comedy, it's not yeah. Hard to do. It's way easier yeah. than LaFaro comedy. Like it's not even hard to spell. Someone can enter that. They don't have to. I guess, but I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, that's my Instagram at Janine Comedy. And I don't know. I, I don't want to have to. I feel like the only time I feel like I'm not in the algorithm because I don't I have too many clothes on or something. And I refuse to exploit myself <laughs> to get people on my comment. Um, it's about comedy. OK, uh, like I, I do. already I do already follow you. I just. Oh, just look up. what's your what's your um what's your DJ Marcus dot comedy. DJ Marcus. This is the part where we're like the antisocial kids at dinner. Yeah. All, we, we, all looking at our phones. <laughs> For, we're, we're, we're trying to be helpful. Yeah. We're, we're... Yeah, yeah. comedy. Yeah, I do I do follow you and I think I, I like some of your stuff you put up. Thank you. But now I can't now I feel bad because I don't do I don't know if I follow you. See, that's how bad I am. I feel bad and I'm complaining, and then I'm not doing my part. DJ Marcus. Oh, DJ Marcus Comedy. Oh, these are ads. <laughs> What are you looking at? That was one of her reels. I'm oh, just that was one of my reels. That was my first one I tried. Yeah, there's some. Like, I, 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 just, I saw like a cat suit or something, and I was like, what's that? <laughs> Those are pants. <laughs> That's not a cat suit. Well, I saw, see that now, but like from the first frame. Oh, yeah. I, I can see what you, I can oh. see what, I can see what you would go. Hey, what's that? I mean, I mean, of the things here, it seems like the most interesting. Is this, is this a prom photo? That's a prom photo from 1993. Yes, that was a junior prom. And who's that young man? Um, his name is Daryl Johnson. He's from Jackson, Michigan. I don't know where he is these days. Mm-hmm. But um, holding on your back. Uh, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like you need to do a voiceover over that video and tell us a story. Like yeah. that would be. Hilarious. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, there there's you go. a story behind that picture. He he used to refer to himself as the body of steel. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story, and um, well, the story behind it is he called himself we had gone to homecoming together i met him through a friend um who said i don't know it's a long story i met him through a friend one of my best friends back in middle school who moved to jackson michigan jackson is where there's a huge prison anyway she lived there and i met him at one of her parties that friend of mine has since passed away she was murdered which is like another sad story but anyway so i met that guy daryl and we went to homecoming together 
actually, I think that was my first real kiss was with him. And then homecoming, went to, we went to, I went to homecoming with him and then he went to prom with me. Now, when he went to prom, because we had had that one kiss, I guess he thought he was going to get more at prom. Wait, wait, so, wait. so when you say, cause you, you flipped it, you were saying that you went with him and then he went with you. Wait, is something, is, is that indicative of who asked who? No, <laughs> we, we went to different schools. Yeah, we went to different schools. I lived I on the east side of the state of Michigan. And my friend, see, my friend, we lived in the same town, but then she moved like four hours away on the um, other side of Michigan. And I, I mean, he would like, he would write me, this is a long time ago. So he would write me letters and stuff. And we would talk um, that way. Like, and sometimes he would call me on a pay phone when he had change. And so we <laughs> chatted by letters and things like that. Um, this is the nineties. And I feel like this story needs like background music. Like <laughs> yeah. He would write me letters and he would put, he would put cologne on the letters. Very, oh. very sweet for a high schooler. And then I'll say, okay, so then homecoming, we went, I went to his homecoming dance in Jackson. My parents drove me over there. I, we stayed at a hotel, not with him. And I went to homecoming. Then prom comes up. I asked him to prom and he, I don't, I don't even know how he, I never saw his parents. I don't know how he got over to my side of town. It was four hours away. He was there somehow. And he wanted more out of the prom night than just a dance. And so he kept alluding to the fact that he had this body of steel and we had this conversation the night before. I told him I, told him I was wearing a strapless dress and he asked me, had I grown any? And I was like, what do you mean, have I grown any? What? <laughs> he was talking about my chest size. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is the perfect was, song for him. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't, um, I was like, what do you mean, have I grown any? And that almost didn't go because I was very offended by the fact that he was asking me that. Mm. And he was like, well, you know, I have the body of steel. And... Anyway, we went. That was the picture, and yeah. he was not much of a Casanova. <laughs> no, Him he and was Romeo not. definitely were never friends. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely not. Hopefully, hopefully he's grown out of that stage in life. Yeah, hopefully well. he's grown out of stage. And if he had waited till now, he could see that my boobs are growing. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're be winning today. <laughs> just a slow down, sir. Right. <laughs> appear in her inbox. Yeah, definitely. Three, two, one. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still got that steel body. <laughs> got the steel body over here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. But, yeah. Definitely, definitely. You should. You you you're gonna get way more followers on on Instagram. You're gonna get with Joey Lafaro. Joey Lafaro is gonna toot to, uh, toot you. What? <laughs> Tutor? Is that the right word? Just, I don't know. Yes. Toot definitely wrong. I mean, just like I'm gonna fart on her. That's. Joey's gonna tutelate you. The only time anyone tutored <laughs> someone and farted was in Family Guy. <laughs> He's like, this is why we're here. <laughs> And you're gonna get you're gonna get your numbers up, and you're definitely gonna be an amazing, amazing comedian moving forward. Where can people find you at to find your comedy? Um, um, they can find my comedy on YouTube at okay. Janique Comedy. Um, is my YouTube channel name, 
And that's the best place to find my comedy or some I'm going, well, they'll be able to find it on Instagram. Once I figure out how to do this real thingy, they'll find it on there. But for now, YouTube is where they can find me for, they want to see a video. So yes. And you got any shows coming up? I have a show coming up on October 1st in Baltimore. Yes. The Clitorati lip service. It's going to be a fun show. I love going up there. A lot going on on that poster. (laughs) (laughs) Posters always get me. I'm like, that's a lot of work. (laughs) It's a lot going on in this poster. Shout out to Abby Mello. She's so nice and always asked me to perform on this show. Um, Zissimo's Bar in Hamden in Baltimore. So that's October 1st at 8. I'm also going to be headlining um, at Busboys and Poets in Columbia on November 7th. Okay. And oh, um, awesome. is that with uh Cindy Bernstein? Yes, yes. I, the flyer hasn't gone out yet, but it's coming. Try it out comedy, I'm guessing. Try it out comedy at Busboys yeah. and Poets in Columbia, Maryland. Yes, okay. And, and then I'll be performing with I'll be performing with Robert Mack um, on November 11th at Bull Run Winery. Oh, awesome. wow, that's awesome! That is awesome. Yeah. So you're you're a, you're a working comedian. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, go follow her at Ginny Comedy yeah. so you can please, get all the please. other flyers and links that we don't have. Uh, I'm sorry. This this one gives me a headache. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what drugs someone was on when they made this. There is a lot think, going on. You'll see the show if you can read the flyer. The Clitorati <laughs> presents lip service. Okay, I, I can dig it. Lip service with fangs. You see the fangs on the yeah. teeth. That's it. That's it. Those are those October lips. <laughs> those are one month a year lips, right there. Any other time of the year, there's gonna be issues. <laughs> oh man! But you you said you had to go, so I do now. I hate to go, but I'm supposed to do this. Um, um, that's another story. I, I mean, I, I hate to go. I hope you have me back. I am going to. Oh, I have. Um, what'd you say? We definitely we have you back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So ne- I'm. I have a Spanish class. Um, well, I'm. I'm getting tutored by this Spanish. Um, this guy um, who lives in South America, but he helps me with Spanish. Okay. And um, he's really cute, but. He lives in Uruguay. So anyway, and I, I don't know. I think he's in a relationship. Anyway, so that's another whole story. Next time, I'll tell you all about that. <laughs> Next time, we definitely want to yeah, hear I that story. Hear that, yeah. that story needs to be heard. <laughs> I, I, I think we need to have a, a story time with Janice segment. I yes. think that I think that could be a thing we start working out here. Uh, but it's definitely a pleasure having you on. Thank you uh, so next much. Time, next time you're on the show, we definitely will we'll sit down longer with you. Um, but you have a good night, all right? Okay, you too. Okay, bye. Thanks. Oh man, that was that was great, Joey. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get into some of these topics, man. What's going on in the world, man? Uh, so um, Florida's got a new museum. Okay. Uh, there's some new theories about uh, why Goofy can talk, but Pluto, but Pluto can't. Okay. Uh, beyond meat. Uh, one of their executives may not be vegan after all. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that and a whole bunch more. We come back on the Dot Comedy Podcast.
And we're back in the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by the Headliners Only Show on November 19th, 2022. You will see some of the most dynamic comics in the DMV put on one of the biggest shows in the DMV. That is right. Apple Brown Betty, Stacey Carver, Ashton Mayo, Tony, Tommy Sambazo, Anthony Oates, and Miss that Musto? Justo. Just see, it looks like Musto. Justo the comedian. Justo the comedian. See, if you put the comedian, I would have read it. Justo Where did the you comedian. Get M from? It's a J. <laughs> it looks like Musto. <coughs> you know I can't read. Shut up. <laughs> the headliners only show presented by comedy shows near me. Tickets uh, are only twenty dollars until the end of September, so you have one right. more week to get them in. <laughs> Get your tickets today, man. It's going to be an amazing show. Don't DJ wait. DJ Marcus will be there. Joey LaFaro will be in the building. We are going to have a blast. It is going to be a ball for you and all y'all. And we're back in the Dakota Podcast. DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, live in the building, Joey. I just realized we had like a random screen, screen up there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> has it been there the whole time? The whole time. Of course it has. Because if we're anything, we're professionals here in that comedy podcast. We ain't hey, got our own damn logo. <laughs> we work on stuff. We work on too much stuff at one time around here. That's, sometimes. that's pretty much the story. There yeah. we go. See? Nice logo. It's, it's, it's there. It's there. Yeah. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty. It's there. <laughs> oh, man. But Joey. Yeah. Definitely had fun uh, with Janine Tillery this week. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely got to have her back on, man. I, I need to hear this story about this, this Uruguayan uh, Spanish guy. Yes. Yes, we need follow up on that. And the, and the, the steel body man. What <laughs> got me? We need we need to come prepared for that. We need to have the the picture ready. Oh yeah, we need we need all the pieces to that story. Yeah, that that wouldn't work out better on that way. Oh man, but what's going on in the world, Joe? Um, so um, remember the movie Dogma. Yeah, that's uh, Kevin Smith's movie. Kevin Smith's movie. With uh, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck as angels. Yes. Coming yeah. down to Earth to, to kill heaven. Or to kill uh, Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette was God. So they were going to kill Alanis Morissette. They were going to kill that uh, other chick that I can't remember the name of who was the lead in that movie. But uh, Chris Rock was in it. And yes, he was. Amongst other people. He got slapped in that movie. Too. It was a, <laughs> a good-ass movie. It was a great fucking um, movie. But apparently, um, so um, Kevin Smith not own it or something? It's yeah, it's being held hostage. Um, okay. So uh, it's being held hostage by quote the devil himself. <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith said that uh, Harvey Weinstein <laughs> is holding the movie hostage. Is he jerking off in front of it? <laughs> is, <laughs> is he caressing it and beating on recent- his little plant? During a recent interview with The Wrap, the Clerks 3 director offered an explanation for why the 1999 satire starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon isn't available to stream or buy anywhere. It Matt is, Damon. It has since <laughs> gone out of print on home video. In order to tell the story, unfortunately, I'm going to have to say the name that nobody wants to hear anymore. But of course, Harvey Weinstein figures into the story. What? Smith said. Not well, a Weinstein. <laughs> The man who 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 jerked off who Jennifer Lawrence tra- jerked off that one time. So, <laughs> while the de- while the then Disney CEO Michael Eisner told Weinstein not to make the quote hot button film, 
which evoked <laughs> the wrath of religious groups before it even entered production. Weinstein <laughs> did so anyway. So him being an asshole is also the reason that it got made. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Lionsgate released Dogma theatrically while Columbia TriStar got the home video rights for a limited time. Mm-hmm. But then the rights lapsed, Smith said. It was roughly a decade later than when the filmmaker received a call from Weinstein out of the blue about a potential Dogma sequel or TV series. It was 2017, and the call came about one week before the New York Times published the expose about the assault and, and rape allegations. Oh, wow. He was trying to get some cash out there real quick. Smith said, I got really excited because I was like, oh, my God, the dude remembered me. So I said, <laughs> after a decade, he remembered that I was part of the Miramax family. And he remembered that he had had dogma and had, sorry, he remembered that he had dogma and had a cool cast. Mm-hmm. According to Smith, however, the phone call was a ruse, a realization that set in after he spoke with former Miramax executive John Gordon. When Smith mentioned he had been in contact with Weinstein, Gordon allegedly said Weinstein called everyone because he knew the story was coming and he wanted to find out who spoke to the Times. Oh. Smith said, I was like, that makes perfect sense. I'm guileless. I don't see all the angles. He was calling not because he wanted to do anything with Dogma. He wanted to see if I was one of the people who had spoken to the New York Times. I hadn't because I didn't know any of that stuff. Well, he didn't jerk off in front of him. Right. <laughs> so how would he know? Uh, he yeah, Apparently, he's just taking random shots. <laughs> Upon learning that Weinstein was trying to sell the rights for $5 million, Smith had his lawyers try to buy it back, which he felt very dirty about because he didn't want to give him money, he said. But Weinstein scoffed at his various offers. He's holding it hostage, Smith said. My movie about angels is owned by the devil himself. Okay. You... <laughs> You did a deal with the devil anyway, because if anybody anybody named Weinstein asked me for my movie, I'm not giving it to him. Yeah. <laughs> so you start there, and then you go, okay, well, did he actually did they offer him five million? Or they say he just rejected the offers. He, they sent. he was like, they offered him. You know, he was trying to sell the rights for five million. Okay. Uh, Weinstein was, but if you don't give him five million, he's going to take it. Yeah, he was. They they didn't want to give him five million dollars, and so Weinstein's just sitting on it in prison. Can he do that? <laughs> he doesn't apparently, own anything. He apparently because he <laughs> had the right. Oh, hopefully the rights lapse. I thought I guess the, we're have to wait. I thought the his brother took over the company after he got locked up. Oh wait 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 wait. Um, a new company has the rights to the film. Smith learned, but he suspects Weinstein changed the name of the company and maybe sold it to a different shell company. No, <laughs> he is a Jew. He Jewed it up. I mean, <laughs> like, fuck you, dude. Just let us fucking stream the shit. I don't like. You don't own it, huh? I think I own Dogma. I don't think I do. I never got around to purchasing it. I bought it when I first when like when I saw it on DVD. I bought it. I never saw it on DVD. Is the thing. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think I have a copy of it. If you want to watch it, anytime you want to watch, it, I'm offering to give it to you, dude. Oh. I'm that kind of friend. I appreciate that. But, I mean, how much do, do they have a copy on on eBay or? Amazon? I might need a copy because I don't know if uh, if my girlfriend's seen it, and because it, it, the because of the timing when it was released, and it's probably one of my favorite movies it's oh, yeah. it's a really it's probably one of i don't know if it's his if kevin smith's best work 
but it's up there. It's it's if it's not his best movie, it's like one A. You can buy it on eBay, brand new for twenty three ninety forty nine for a DVD for the DVD. Okay, I have the box one though. I got the one that came in the special like Bible box. <laughs> Did it ever get put on Blu-ray? I would love to find it on Blu-ray. Uh, I don't think it's on Blu-ray. How dare they? Well, it came out <laughs> before Blu-ray. Speaking of weird old white men. Oh, it is on Blu-ray. Okay. $169.99. Fuck. <laughs> nope. All right. <laughs> no, I'm good. Speaking of weird old white guys mm-hmm. that uh, do uh, fucked up things, uh, are you a fan of uh, Beyond Meat? Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I'm not. I know what it is. I'm not a fan. Okay. I never ate that shit. Who eats bean meat? Well, the uh, COO Doug Ramsey of Beyond Meat, um, age 53, mm-hmm. is chief operating officer of Beyond Meat, was arrested Saturday in Fayetteville, Arkansas, after a man said Ramsey bit him in the nose in a parking garage <laughs> after her college football game. She's all that Beyond Meat. See, this, he's finally going Beyond Meat. <laughs> he had to go get some. They're all actually vampires. <laughs> Pretty much. A responding police officer said he found two males with bloody faces at the scene, one of whom was identified, later identified as Ramsey. Wow. On Tuesday, Beyond Meat announced that Ramsey had been suspended effective immediately. <laughs> no, <laughs> of no course, shit. he's a meat eater. <laughs> he can't work for this company. He eats meat. Citing a police report, KNW. TV said that Ramsey was attempting to leave the parking garage in a Bronco on Saturday when a Subaru inched its way in front of his vehicle. He tried to pull OJ? I don't know. <laughs> he leaving the scene in a Bronco? After the Subaru reportedly touched the Bronco front passenger side tire, Ramsey got Uh-oh. out of the vehicle and punched through the back windshield of the Subaru. Whoa. What the fuck is wrong with you? He, he hasn't eaten meat in a number of years. <laughs> The Subaru's owner told police that when he got out of the car, Ramsey pulled him in close and started punching his body. Oh, wow. Ramsey is also accused of biting the other man's nose, ripping the flesh on the tip of the nose, and threatening to kill him. It was just the tip. <laughs> According to fine. the man and witnesses who spoke to police, Ramsey was taken into, into custody at the Washington County Jail, where he was charged with ter- terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. Threatening? Is that what you were about to say? No, he said terroristic threatening oh, okay. and third degree battery. Jail records show he was released the next day after posting an eleven thousand dollar eighty uh, sorry, eleven thousand eighty five dollar bond. Mm. Is due in Fayetteville District Court on October nineteenth. Okay. <laughs> this is what this is what those those vegans all get. Mm. Every time vegans do something crazy, they kind of disassociate themselves from the from the from the rest of the clan. Um, but I'm talking to all the vegans out there right now, Joey. Mm. I want you all to listen to me. Eat a burger every other month. <laughs> it may save lives. I'm just telling you, the iron calm, in that, calm in that all beef, that, come on, the iron in that beef will calm you down. Calm all the vampire urges down. Yeah, just eat a burger, man. I watch, I watch Supernatural enough. I know it just takes a little bit of meat, and y'all feel better about it. I didn't watch Vampires Turn on Supernatural for months. <laughs> <laughs> what else going on, Joe? Uh, speaking of vampires, uh, the Queen's funeral. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, there was one um, channel that decided to counter-program the funeral 
Uh, although Queen Elizabeth's funeral is projected to be one of the most viewed events around the world, one British network has opted for counter-programming. Channel 5 is the only major broadcaster in the country not airing something related to the Queen. Channel 4 aired a documentary about the coronation, while others aired the funeral. Instead, offering options for children during the actual funeral, they played the Emoji Movie. Okay. Followed by Stuart Little... Ice Age, Dawn of Dinosaurs, and Sing. Yeah, those are all movies that, 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 that she would have approved. I don't know why more channels didn't take this route. They would have more viewership. I would have liked to see, uh, you know, I would have rather seen than, than her funeral. You watched the funeral? No, I didn't. But you know what I, I would have, if I was if I was a person with those channel options, mm-hmm. I would have preserved pre- pre- yeah prefer to have watched uh rick and morty because uh the new season <laughs> has been hilarious yes yes rick and morty has has been killing it uh starting this season off the the, 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 the most recent episode got i didn't see through. it i didn't see it oh yet. I see it, oh it's it might be their best work <laughs> uh i i won't, what are you I watching won't, it on uh prime i bought the season on prime oh okay because okay. i i didn't feel like waiting you know what i think i might do that too hmm I'll do it tomorrow. All right. What else going on, Joe? Uh, a Florida woman has opened the state's first black-owned selfie museum and showroom. <laughs> so what is she trying to do? According to a press release, Carissa Glanton, a celebrated Amazon influencer. Wait, what? <laughs> what the hell's an Amazon influencer? This is a big woman? I don't know. That's <laughs> a big woman on that's TikTok. Not a thing. <laughs> Just a big broad on how TikTok. Do you, how do you influence <laughs> on Amazon? Recently opened the selfie showroom at 9433 Lem Turner Road in Jacksonville, Florida. A 2,400 square feet. This event space reportedly has 20 eye-popping sets for content creators to use and is perfect for parties, date nights, or a fun evening with friends. Also oh. known as Diamond Eyes. The Amazon influencer reportedly built each set in the selfie showroom from the ground up. Her decade-long experience as a professional photographer enabled her to create a unique environment for patrons, which includes state-of-the-art backgrounds and staging with appropriate lighting for smartphones high-tech video, and high-tech videography. Okay. Okay. I can kind of... This is actually... Um, I mean, people are stupid, but... <laughs> I don't blame her for trying to cash in on it. Yeah. She cashed on finding a way to be an Amazon uh, influencer. (laughs) Uh, I still don't know what that means. Well, I just looked it up. Okay. So an Amazon influencer is is an Amazon curator. So they do all the things. Like they put out, they they do ads for Amazon and they run stores for Amazon. Okay. Yeah. It's basic bullshit. (laughs) Wasn't that big a damn deal. (laughs) You know what, Joey? Changing my title. This is this sounds like a, like a magnet for uh, con artists. No, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. I am now Joey. I am now the dot comedy influencer. Okay. All right. So it, I will post on my social media dot comedy stuff. I will go by DJ Marcus dot comedy on all my social media. I'm trying to get on in on that hustle. I think we. I think I want to open. <laughs> I want to open one of those. Hey, we, we can do it. You can run. You can run a um, when when the web when the website actually gets developed, we can run a shop through that. 
Oh, no, I'm talking about the shop. I, I, uh, um, well, yeah, we need to figure out our shop. I don't know how that works. Mm -hmm. But um, what I will tell you is we should open a uh, a selfie, like a, a selfie museum <laughs> and charge idiots to go um, take pictures there. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah, I think it's a great way to. There's a selfie museum in D.C. There's yeah, one in Baltimore. There's one in Woodbridge. There's one in Baltimore. Oh, thank you. There's one in Annapolis. MMA too. Jesus 1998. <laughs> what? We got a, a comment on a, <laughs> how am I your only follower? You guys are jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we are comedy. <laughs> we, we do be jokes. I do appreciate it. Thank you for following. Thank you for following us, man. We we definitely appreciate you following. Us. Is he on Twitch? Yeah, on Twitch. We need to get more get our Twitch streams up, man. We need to there. We we're streamed on Twitch every episode. We need to get our numbers up on Twitch. Well, we can ask Avocado Phil about that. He's been mining the datas. Yeah, Cotto's in space. He's he's out there twitching. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds worse than it is. But he is twitching uh, in, in space. Uh, <laughs> what else is going on, Jeff? Uh, have you ever wondered why Goofy can't talk, but Pluto can't? Yes, I have. And you know what? I came to the the the, uh, uh, the unequivocal uh, agreement on. What? Pluto is a dog. Goofy is a cow. Therefore, cows in the world of Disney can talk. Mm -hmm. Dogs are just stupid. That's my opinion, and I'm gonna stick to it. Because I looked it up. What what animal is Goofy supposed to be? And it said he is a. What kind of cow was it? It still doesn't explain it, even if he was. Because why? So the internet's full of it, it, the BuzzFeed put out an article, okay? Mm -hmm. And the one point is he's the only member of the Sensational Six. I guess that's what they call them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never heard that one before. What the hell did that come Who up? The fuck brought that one up. Uh, that doesn't walk and talk. Like, like the why would why would Pluto walk around on all fours and bark while Mickey and Minnie Mouse don't walk on all fours? Walk around like human beings and talk. And so, they're also bigger than him. So there's one there's one thing saying he is and anthropomorphic dog that's what goofy is oh someone the the article posits that uh that pluto actually can walk and talk like a human but chooses not to <laughs> <laughs> to support his theory he started digging quickly found some in-universe examples of pluto walking on his hind legs which he has there's some photo here of him carrying a barrel with his hands <laughs> pluto even beyond the human size, Pluto's walking two-leggedly up and down Disney World's main street. The veil has occasionally slipped over the years, like this scene from Disney's Wonder Dog, where he's on a uh, a, a tightrope while also spinning barrels, like he's in a Japanese game show. Ah, so okay. So the question is, why doesn't Pluto walk want to talk and talk on camera? And he ranked 10 theories from least to most likely. Okay. What are they at? Where are they at? Least likely. Pluto is doing some sort of role play or cosplay. <laughs> Pluto's in SM. 
<laughs> he likes collards. There is there's no evidence for this theory other than very, the fuck on, very detailed belief that something about role playing a pet dog comforts Pluto because he seems to thrive as Mickey's furry four legged friend. Go the fuck on. So Pluto's an S and M. He likes collars and shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, number nine. I knew this was gonna be a good one. I was a little nervous to go down the rabbit hole, but it seems like oh it's my God. Uh, Number nine. Pluto is a dog, but everyone else is a human who looks like an animal. <laughs> like Hello Kitty, who is con- a confirmed human girl. <laughs> what? I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. This theory comes from a David Millich on Quora quote. In the Disney cartoon universe, Goofy is not a dog. He is a person who is drawn to resemble a dog just as Mickey Mouse is a person who is drawn to resemble a mouse, and Donald Duck is a person who is drawn to resemble a duck. Despite their appearances to the audience, they are all people in their cartoon world. Only the audience sees them as looking like animals. Pluto, Mm. however, is an actual dog, (laughs) which is why he can't talk. So even in a world where where animals look like animals, (laughs) they got animals. No, it's like the uh, the aliens came, right? And uh, they had a cartoon ray, and they zapped the planet, right? And mm-hmm. it turned everything in the planet into cartoons, and the people all got turned into some animal cartoon character. Okay. But the dog just got turned back into a dog. <laughs> it tur- turned into a cartoon dog. Yeah. But the thing about that is, if but they're still saying that, that uh, Goofy's a dog. They're saying Goofy's yeah, a dog, Goofy too. Goofy was a person. He was a person. He's a person. person. Okay, so he's he a person that got turned into a dog cartoon. He, you know, who Goofy was? What? He was that dude that everybody used to say that, that man's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely no evidence supporting this theory. In fact, we know it's wrong because Bill Farmer, the actor voicing Goofy since 1987, said in a 2020 interview, "Goofy seems to be in the canine family in the same way that a wolf is not a dog, but they also are in one in the canine family." I think Canis Goofus is the technical Latin term for what Goofy is. <laughs> ha! Dog. Told you. Goofy's a wolf. <laughs> he fucked up. Goofy is a wolf. Can- he's, he's, canine family. He's he is he's Goofy. a dire wolf. <laughs> Pluto. Goofy's a wolf. Um, Pluto is a, a house dog. That, that's how that's how we need to look theory, at it for now. Theory number eight. Pluto doesn't wear pants, so he isn't allowed to participate in the same pants mandatory society as Mickey and friends. <laughs> Well, that's just stupid. But Donald, Donald doesn't, doesn't wear, wear pants, pants either. <laughs> well, this theory could work if it only applies to canines. I just don't think it's a likely answer. Yeah, Donald Duck famously dropped the trowel one day and never looked back. But he still actively <laughs> participates in the same civilized society. But he I don't know if you could consider what Donald does as talking. Um, I don't know if that counts. Um, Pluto, number seven. Pluto is an untalented actor. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's possible that Pluto. Oh my God! How high was this person when they wrote this? They couldn't have been high. Like, there's no way this had to. This there's no way weed was the was the drug. No, no, no. This is shrooms. This had to be something else. <laughs> shrooms. Yeah, right? way too much energy. There's too much energy in the words. Uh, I think it's possible that Pluto originally auditioned to play the character of Goofy, but he wasn't a very strong actor. Nevertheless, his dazzling good looks and charismatic personality oh charmed God. Disney casting director, so they created a role of Mickey's pet 
specifically so Pluto could join the main cast despite his subpar acting ability. Dazzling good looks. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, what's next? What's, what's number five? Shit. Six. Six. Pluto is a toddler who tends to run away and get distracted, so Mickey put him on a leash and publicly safety. <laughs> Damn it. This is akin to what I said earlier. <laughs> special needs. He's a special needs kid. Uh. <laughs> Have you ever come across an unleashed dog whose owner refused to put them on a leash because, quote, they're well trained, but the dog is actually a terror? <laughs> it's pretty common occurrence. Perhaps Mickey realized that leashing Pluto in public was a responsible move, and the leash physically forced Pluto to walk on all fours. Then he refused to talk out of sheer embarrassment. <laughs> Conclusion possible. <laughs> yes, that is possible. Okay. That is feasible. Number five. Number five. Pluto is a self-conscious actor. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers called him actor. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. Yeah. This is getting real meta and yeah. weird. What is he? Like the, the fucking uh what's that? Uh there will be blood guy. <laughs> oh, method actor. He's a method actor. Method actor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if I if I you'll find it easy to walk and talk without thinking about it until I realize a lot of people are watching. Then all of a sudden they start walking and talking like they just learned how that morning. Uh, they think maybe that's what happens with Pluto when he's performing. So he requested a role that uses all four legs and doesn't have any lines. This way he can always bring his A game. <laughs> Conclusion: possible and deeply relatable. Who has that problem? I've never seen that in the real world. No one. Ugh, weirdo. Uh. Uh, <laughs> goodness what's number four hit, hit us with four Joey hit us with four <laughs> number four Goofy is a class traitor and threw Pluto under the bus for his own game <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one wow uh, <clears throat> Core user John Mixon posited that Goofy learned early that to beat the man you have to become the man Pluto never did learn his nervousness and he's now stuck in a dead end job being Mickey's bitch so goofy as an Uncle Tom. Is that what, <laughs> that's what he's basically saying? <laughs> oh my god. Uh Goofy seems like a pretty easygoing goof. Plus, in a goofy movie, he stuck at a dead end, low paying job. So he betrayed his fellow canine just to get ahead. He didn't do a very good job. <laughs> so goofy just cooning and tap dancing for the man. <laughs> Possible, but I sure hope it's not true. <laughs> Number oh. three, Pluto saw <laughs> Pluto saw how other walking, talking cartoon dogs are treated and want no part of it. Okay. <laughs> Scooby-Doo is forced to fight monsters and ghosts. Droopy is depressed all the time, presumably because he's forced to entertain the masses against his will. And Snoopy fought the Red Baron midair <laughs> in World War One. <laughs> If you are a walking, talking cartoon dog, you're forced into some less than ideal situation. But if you're a silent four-legged dog, it's pretty much smooth sailing. Okay. So you don't got to be a hero. Yeah, but Snoopy doesn't talk either. But he does walk on two he legs. He does walk on two legs. He talks to me Beeper. Scooby doesn't. Uh, Who's that yellow thing? That yellow bird? He's always He talks to that yellow bird. Oh, the Tweety Bird thing? Tweet, yeah. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Right. Number two. We're almost at the end. 
Pluto realized work would be much easier if he remained silent on all fours rather than having to recite lines on his hind legs. No. <laughs> so he's resting his vocal cords? Yeah. This theory actually <laughs> inverts the logic used in theory four, <clears throat> but capitalism is still the root cause of the disparity. In an Indonesian myth, states that orangutans can actually talk but choose not to when people are around because humans would force the orangutans to work. Perhaps <laughs> Pluto followed the rule. They're going to make you work because you can talk. What the fuck? That is <laughs> insane. And Woodstock is the name of the yellow bird that hangs out with Snoopy. And number one, most likely evolution. I feel like that was a letdown. <laughs> humans and monkeys share a common ancestor, but thanks to evolution, only humans consistently can walk on high, two hind legs and talk. Okay. However, monkeys can communicate with humans through very limited sign language and they occasionally walk on two legs. Similarly, Pluto can perform as an, an anthropomorphized dog cartoon when necessary, but it's just harder for him than it is for Goofy and the rest of the sensational six. <laughs> this theory is pretty straightforward, and Occam's razor exists for, for a reason. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, Everything that can go wrong will go wrong. So they're saying that, that Pluto's a monkey. Yes. Well, actually, Pluto would be... Uh, Pluto's a pet chimp. He would be the primordial man. Not a primordial no. man. Uh, no, Goofy's Goofy's a man, uh-huh. and uh, he's and Pluto's, Pluto's, a chimp. <laughs> Pluto's a chimp. Okay. <laughs> or uh, what was the... What was the... What was uh, Marcel in uh, Friends? What was that? Was he a chimp? That's uh, not a chimp. Uh, he was in... Uh, what the hell are those things called? A capuchin monkey. Yeah. Is a capuchin monkey. A capuchin monkey. <laughs> it's like he can't he can be more than he is, but he's choosing not to be. Because <laughs> he hasn't evolved yet. What the fuck? I mean, that is the most likely, but I feel like it was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. I still like number four the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh man, what else is going on in the world, Joe? Uh Margot Robbie was in the news. Was she? Um, apparently, were, there were were tits some, out. Yeah, there's some leaked Barbie photos. What uh, does that mean? I don't know. There were hundreds Shaved of people. bushes. Uh, bar. Oh, there, I guess there's a movie being made. Uh-huh. Uh Barbie lead star and producer. Oh, she also is a producer. Margot Robbie revealed she was mortified at the viral set photos of her dressed in character alongside co-star Ryan Gosling. Of course, he plays Ken during the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Robbie opened up about the leaked production pictures while promoting David O. Russell's Amsterdam. Okay, these if these are the pictures, that's stupid. Why are you that mad? <laughs> I mean, I'd be mortified too if I got wore that, photographed wore, like wore those that. colors. <laughs> there's no there's no excuse for that to exist. Um if that movie is made without Aqua on the soundtrack, Margot Robbie, let's go throw party. it all away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Margot Robbie, let's go party. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, What's going on, Joe? I thought we were gonna see some titties. I feel deceived. <laughs> I feel betrayed by this. I ain't seen no titties since Wolf of Wall Street. Speaking of pretty women in the news, Little Mermaid star Haley Bailey, Haley Bailey, Haley Bailey, Haley, Hal, Hal, Haley Bailey, Halal Bailey 
says, bring her locks to Ariel Stair. Fuck you. Was Say her really name. special. Say her name correctly, Joey. You're going to have some interracial babies at some point in the near how do, future. How do I say it? Haley Bailey. Oh, Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. It's spelled differently. It's weird. If it was uh, Spanish, it'd be Haye Bailey. <laughs> Singer and actress Haye Bailey uh, says it was a beautiful experience getting to bring the essence of me to the character of Ariel in Disney's live-action CG animated The Little Mermaid. Oops, excuse me. So did you, did you see the trailer for Little Mermaid? Live action uh, Lorman. I just keep seeing the same picture of her looking up. Yeah, that's all. The, that's all the trailer is. Her looking up, and like it, it goes under the sea, and then. Uh, uh, is there still? Uh, there is a Sebastian. Yeah, there's gonna be. There's gonna, all of them gonna be there. Uh, but the 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 go to right now on all on all social media platforms is to show a little black girl seeing her, okay, and going, she looks like me. She's black. I've seen a lot of that. And I was like, yeah, she does. This is a fantastic representation. I, I'm happy that these little girls are, are happy to see that and that they actually get that 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 rub. Um, And then there was a little white girl that I saw today. And she watched the whole thing, right? And her mom's just holding the camera on her. And then it ends and she's like, she just looks over at her mom and goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> So what would actually look for me to say? I mean, <coughs> they did a really good job of she they, they they still even even like they didn't go as black as they could. Like this wasn't like uh <laughs> what the fuck, Joey? It wasn't like um what Joey fucking it? serious, Joey? No, it's like it like um it wasn't like what when people like were were freaking out because of um Beyonce's Super Bowl performance. It ain't Lapita Nyanga. As, as no, Mermaid, I'm, I'm saying, saying I'm not saying how and that's not it's not about that. It's about <laughs> that they went to make her look like the character in the movie rather than just being like, oh, she's just looks like her. Like they still they still made her hair red. Uh-huh. They still they still dressed her up like Ariel. They still shot her like Ariel. Like they didn't do all you know. They didn't like totally make the character look like a whole different thing. Yeah, she looks like Ariel should look. Yeah. I mean, you throw you throw that many black people in, in the ocean, and you don't expect a mermaid to be black or two. I just think it's, <laughs> I, here's the thing: I see more people talking about people freaking out about it than I've ever. I've seen no one. Literally, I've seen no one complain. No, no one's no no one's no no one. You don't see the complaining, Joey, because you're an ally. Mm. Your timeline's not going to be full of the complainers. That's also fair. Yeah, you you won't see the. I, complainers. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I'm sure that it does. It's just it's so weird to me seeing not seeing that. The complainers are talking about. Uh, let's see. There's a black dragon rider. You know, on Game of Thrones. The only thing with the Game of Thrones thing was is they should have also had them in the original show, and now it's weird that they're correcting it in the prequel. Well, they couldn't because they were all dead. So they're saying, as you say, at some point they're all gonna die. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it, like at the end of all this, they're all gonna die. <laughs> like there'll be no black uh, Valerians left. <laughs> so there's gonna be a genocide at some point. Yes, there is. That's what the that's what the Dance of Dragons is. Okay. It's when the Targaryens turn on each other, and they all just basically kill each other and kill all the dragons. Wait. So there's black Targaryens. They're not Targaryens. Oh. They are Valerians. Oh. Okay. They're they're from the House of Valerian. Um, but Valerian, well, no, okay, I can say it however I want to, Joey. It's, it's made up. Are you, <laughs> isn't Valer a fabric? 
Well, oh no, that's the name of the, that's the father's name. I, I mean, what's the name of the black house? Damn it, I gotta look it up. But um, <clears throat> the 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 black family, the the black. Uh, Iowa. That's not right. Apparently, people get velour injections. Uh, okay. Uh, the house, the house of dragons, black Valorian family. Valerian. Valorian. You keep saying it like it's that thing that V A L E R Y O N. Valorian. Yeah, it's Valerian. Valorian. Valerian. That's how they said it on the show. The Valerians was the, was the name of the country. The Valerians is the name of the, of the family. I don't think that's right. It, I'm looking at it right here. Joe, Joe, it's right here. God damn it. That's the name of the family. The country name was Valeria. Valerian. Still looks like Valerian to me. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they were a different house. Okay. And their house was more of a ship house than a uh, than a dragon house, but They're... they did have dragon riders because they intermarried with the Targaryens. So why were the Targaryens so pale? Had the palest. That was their thing. Well, because they they the ones that that were the key like Targaryens, they fucked each other. Mm, this is also true. Now they did have black ones that didn't fu- that fucked everybody. That's where Jon Snow's dark hair came from. <laughs> yeah, basically. When his mom, his because his his dad was a, was a Targaryen, his mom was a Stark. Okay. So he got his dark features from his dark haired mom from Ireland, as it wow. were. That's that's basically what uh what the North is. It's Ireland in that map of Westeros. I thought it was Scotland. It, would it be Scotland? Who hates the English more? Probably the Scottish. Scottish. Yeah, because Ireland at least has water between. They, it's yeah. pretty bad for both of them. Okay. Everybody hates the English. And everybody's tap dancing that the Queen's dead. But yep. um but yeah, so that and then they were mad everybody was mad that there's a black elf on the new uh the new what's it called? Uh Lord of the Rings show. Lord of the Rings. There's a Lord of the Rings show on Hulu. And it's it's going back when the rings were made. I don't care. I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> he, he don't care. Okay, don't don't care, Joey. I don't need you to care. I need Sorry, you to listen. I'm over hobbits as a premise. <laughs> and then this is how far back this racism <laughs> goes, Joey. They were they were mad at the black stormtrooper. Every stormtrooper wore helmets. You don't even know if all them niggas were black. I thought they were all clones. The only thing they were clones initially of what's his face? Yeah, of uh, Jango Fat. Yeah. And then after the clones all started dying, or they couldn't get any more clones. That's why Boba Fett was the same guy, but fatter. Yeah. <laughs> Boba Fett. Boba not Fett. Fett. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Boba Fett. He was fat. Um, but no, they um after the clones started dying, then and they couldn't get more clones, mm. they kidnapped babies throughout the empire and kidnapped grew them up. Babies. Yeah, that's what that's where all those the stormtroopers oh, came from. So they they're were, conscripted. Yes, they were conscripted uh, children for throughout the empire, just like the Romans. That's did. why they can't shoot, because <laughs> they were never they were never trained properly. Well, they're they're it's like an orphanage of stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like Lord of the Flies in there. Uh, yeah, for the most part. 
That's why they all suck. <laughs> and then every time anyone one of them like becomes a leader, they just get murdered when they fail. <laughs> so yes. no one learns from any of their mistakes. They just have another person go and make a mistake. Wow. That is an interesting way to deal with that, Joey. It's not my choice. That's what happened in the movie. Oh, I didn't make it. <laughs> I didn't make that George Lucas shit. <laughs> All right. Anything else going on in the world, man? I think we uh, hit one more. Did I miss something? No. I don't I don't remember looking. I don't have anything else. You ain't got nothing else? Uh, I do have an announcement. You do? What's the announcement, Joey? Uh, coming soon to a computer near you or mobile device. Uh-huh. Is comedy shows near dot me? You mean to tell me comedy shows near me is getting its own webpage? I mean to tell you it is not only not only comedy shows near me is getting its own webpage. The whole DMV is getting its own show, own webpage here. Uh, you can create memories tonight at a variety of shows. You can look it up by your location. You can search for events. You can choose whether you want to find an open mic. Um, you can choose what day of the week you want to look for. You can choose any day you want to start searching from. Uh, there's a robust filtering search. And if you want to look at more stuff, we also even have a, an expanded view. Um, we got open mics. We got workshops. You can find an open mic if you want to go find an open mic. Uh, you can listen to the Dot County podcast. Oh, really? Or watch us right from the website. So you can scroll down here, play an episode, continue surfing, find a funny show. Uh, all your comedy is now in one place. If you want to learn how to produce a show or list a show with us, um, if you uh, if you reach out before the end of the month, it is free to list your show or uh, with us. It That's is awesome. always free to list your open mic with us. Uh, it's uh, very easy. Um, just go down here and click on the link. Uh, you also can sign up for a uh, uh, sh- uh, workshops for podcasting, for producing. If you want to learn how to produce your own comedy show, uh, we'll teach you uh, the tips and, and tricks that we've learned over the years. Um, and if and you also could just join our contact list if you want to um, get some promo codes and come see a show uh, like these funny people and these fine people uh, that are enjoying their life. Uh, Dave, <laughs> you can do that too. Uh, and then you can follow us on Instagram and you can see all of our performer profiles in one place. Uh, so we got a lot of cool things coming. This is just the beginning. We got some awesome stuff coming your way. Um, uh, coming in, 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 in terms of, uh, features and stuff, but you can always check out uh, our performers, our gallery here. You can see everything you can see on Instagram. Of course, uh, we do ask that you follow us, but, um, our site's coming. It should be live in the next uh, next day or so before our next episode. Awesome, man. That's going to be amazing, dude. So comedy like- shows near dot me. Okay. Go ahead and bookmark it now. It is coming soon to you. It's coming to you soon, folks, and you need to get on it, and you can get on it today. Uh, so you sign up. You can sign up. They can sign up for uh, for their shows now, right? Yes. Uh, you can direct message uh, comedy shows near dot me on instagram or uh or me joey lafaro on facebook or instagram at lafaro comedy uh just uh reach out to me and i'll be happy to get your stuff added um from now through the end of the month awesome man this and is if you have an open mic anytime just let me know just let us know 
Oh man, it is going to be an amazing thing, Joey Lafaro. For this is going to be, it's been a good week, man. It has, it has. It's been, it's been a successful week. Uh, comedy shows near me doing big things. That comedy doing big things. We are moving in the direction of bigger and better for 2023, sir. And uh, I wish you the best of luck in all your endeavors, Joey Lafaro. Because I'll be right there with you, right like right like that that guy who's holding on to Superman's cape. I'm a fly in the sky right behind you, my friend. I'm a surf with you, right? Playing and scratching, hitting all through the through the clouds, my friend. But it has been go. a fun week, Joey. Where can they find you on the internet, my friend? Uh, I, I just said it. Joey Lafaro comedy. Lafaro L O F A R O C O M E D Y uh, on Instagram. Uh, comedy shows near dot me on the web and on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, and just Joey Lafaro anywhere else. Uh, Facebook. All right, you can find me at djmarcus.comedy on all the social media platforms. I am your DJ for anything you need coming up. If you need a DJ for your bar mitzvah, bot mitzvah, anything in between, you got an old lady getting older, you want a DJ there to, to play the hits from the 60s, I got her. You want me to play from the 40s? I got her. You want me to play from the 20s? I got her. I'm going to roll it all the way the fuck back. And Candace August, you can find her at uh, just, at just Candace on all the social media platforms. Just look out for her. She's doing great things. She's doing – she also has Candace Travels, uh, where she uh, she accounts all of her many travel places throughout the U.S. of A. and all around the world, man. So just hit her up and just give her a follow, as well as our guest tonight, Janine Tillery. Who, uh, uh, who, at Janine at Jenny Comedy. At Jenny Comedy on uh, Instagram. Definitely go give her a follow. It will be amazing for you. She's a very funny lady, and uh, we've seen her grow into an amazingly funny comedian. And uh, we're DJ, we're Dot Comedy, Joey. Oh, uh, we don't. Uh, quick programming note no show next week. We will be off for September 27th. No show. Uh, I will be at Death Punch Bar in downtown uh, DC with our friend Leon Scott. Oh, okay. And then also. Uh, I'll be at Ugly Mug on Saturday. Comedy shows near me on September 29th. All right. And El Golfo in uh, in Silver Spring this Wednesday. So uh, Joey doing a lot of shit. Your boy's got some bookings. Yeah, he's booked. He's he's, he's, he's unavailable. In the he's short booked term. and hooked, and his cock is crooked. I think I don't know. And Monday I will be at uh, watching a uh, a certain pair of football teams go at it. Is it our teams? Oh yeah. Oh, is it is is it is it Giants getting stopped by the the Wrangling Cowboys? Well, you know, I cool your just there with your backup quarterback and All right, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> for DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, Candace August, we are the Dot Comedy family. We will see you next time with more which, fun and more. With your backup quarterback and your one on one record. On the Dot Comedy Podcast. <laughs>